How's everybody doing? Blessed. I'm blessed, blessed, blessed. God is good, isn't he? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You see that we're getting back to normal here. Can't let this thing keep us hostage forever. So you all are doing good, getting your shots and, and keeping your masks on and washing your hands. It's amazing to me that they had to have a, a virus to tell people to wash their hands. That's incredible. <laughs> when we do Easter, we've made Easter a holiday. And uh, uh, for years, you know, I've never uh, really spoken on Easter too much. Uh, I always like to speak the week after Easter. Because, see, to Easter, to me, is what God the Father, all right, and, and, and God the Son, that's what they done. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, who shall believe in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what that represents, right? So that, what that means is God has done everything that he intended to do, and then Jesus done, he, he done this, not for you. Now, sometimes the preachers, we preach and say, we, he done it for us. No, he didn't. He said, didn't he, didn't he say in the Garden of Eve, um, excuse me, in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but thy will be done. And so what he was saying to his father, this ain't about me. This is about, and it ain't about people. This is about the love that I have for you. And so I'm going to move my will out of the way because I love you so much. And then I'm going to do your will. And that, that's what that means when he struggled in that garden. But he gave us a promise that we have forgotten. He promised us that he would send the Holy Spirit in his name. But there's more to it. When, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, in the old days, we used to talk about the Holy Spirit caused people shouting and they jumping and they talking about they in the spirit. No, that ain't what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit comes in your life to change your life, to change the way you live to change the way you treat people. And so we, the Holy Spirit is, uh, when I look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it's one of my favorite things. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and I'm going to do this again, if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So this is what the whole thing about uh, the Jesus Christ's death and resurrection and his promise. His promise was that he would send the Holy Spirit. You, we couldn't live the life just because he went to Calvary. No, we couldn't live it. We have to have the Holy Spirit to live inside of us to be able to live it. So the main thing for us after Easter, so-called we call it Easter, is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, period. And because that is the promise. Jesus promised us, promised us that he would not leave us comfort, one version says comfort, but he would send the Holy Spirit and he would be our comforter and we're gonna go through some of these things because we need to get out of that old woman, that old man and become new. The way we process, the way we treat each other, the way we think, it, it's amazing to me from 10, I think to 16, I think it's 10 to 16, the number one killer in the United States of America from 10 to 16 age, suicide. How can a 10 year old that's only lived 10 years, feel that they're at a place that they don't want to live anymore. Something is wrong. We're looking at this. We have never seen so many murders and killings and chaos and confusion in the history. I'm 74 years old, and most of y'all haven't been around that long. I have said, people asked me, said, have you ever seen anything like 
what's going on now? I said, I ain't even ever heard of anything that's going on like it's going on now. But what have we lost? It's just as bad in the church. The confusion and the chaos is in churches. It's just, you know, deacon boards. And that's why well, we don't have all them boards up in here. And folks fighting and arguing and folks see that and they don't even come to church. Well, the church is supposed to be a place where we learn and how we grow. Isn't that right? And so I, I want to be that. I, the promise is that I want to be a new creature. I want all old things to pass away and all things become new. And you should want the same thing. It can't do it just because you come to church. That doesn't have anything to do with that. Because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to you. Because see, a, a non-spiritual person, this is foolishness. That's what the scripture says. They don't understand what we're talking about. You see, but we're looking around now. Look at the divorce rate sky high. Suicide rates are sky high. People uh, now, I guess it's Asians that they people are hating Asians now and doing. If we find somebody to hate, this country is known to find somebody to hate, right? And but if we Christians, guess what we do? We new creatures in Christ. We looking for somebody to love. Isn't that the way it go? Right, so and uh, the abuse of children, the child abuse is skyrocketed. I've never seen so many young kids getting murdered and all the things you hear. What is going on? It is the lack of Christ in people's life and the lack of the gift that Christ left for us, the Holy Spirit. And so if we go into the, uh, I'm going to go over this like I'm repeating myself. Y'all know I'm known to do that. And so we're going for the passion, right? Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he or she has become an entirely new person. That's what Jesus was trying to tell us that the Holy Spirit would do. It would make us a new person. So go ahead. All that is related to the old order has vanished. That old, everything, everything that was related to the old order has vanished. So we, it used to bother me. It took me a long time to get in church because the people in church were acting like me. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't understand this. Even when I was in ministry, and I've told you all for years, I wasn't born again. I didn't understand that. I was preaching, teaching, working the gifts, but gifts without repentance. Until I repented and get an understanding of what allowed the Holy Spirit to come in and baptize me and become a new man. You got to be a new man before you can be. A, I, I had to become a new man before I could become a new preacher. Are you with me? All right. You can sing and jump and shout and do all of this. But that does give that's That's not the key. How you living? Your life has to change the way you change uh, uh, how you treat your wives or your Husbands, uh, how you treat one another, the people in your relationships with your kids, your grandkids, your church members, your family members. Because, see, you can treat a person right even though they're not a Christian. You see, I'm going to do my thing to treat them right. You see, because I accept all people. I just don't approve of what they're doing. So there's a different exceptions, acceptance. And approval. So you accept those people because you got the Bible tells us to love, love thy neighbors thyself. You can love your neighbor and accept your neighbor, uh, right? As a human being that God created, you don't have to approve of that. This is why it bothers me in churches when churches have uh, agenda who can come in and who can't come in. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. That ain't where that's supposed to be. There, there, there's some positions, maybe titles. That maybe you have to, like a deacon, filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what it says in there. But the church is supposed to accept all men and all women. Might not approve of their lifestyle.
but their lifestyle can't change until they come to church and learn what we just learned here, uh, get saved and get baptized with the Holy Spirit, right? And become new creatures in Christ. That's what we're supposed to be doing, you see? So there has to be a change of some kind. And, and I like, and it says, behold, everything is fresh and new. When you have the Holy Spirit comes to your life, everything is fresh and new. Everything is fresh and new. The way you process the, your ideals. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's a great experience when things become fresh and new. It's some of you in here looking at me and some of you here in here, even in your relationship. The Holy, you're looking at the wrong place. You got to look to Christ to make that relation, the Holy Spirit, to make that relationship fresh. Yes, does, does that make sense? Yes, right. You see, and you should continue praying for the Holy Spirit to come in. You see, you see, uh, uh, husbands and wives are every day, every day. You all ought to get your hands together and pray. People you're in your relationship, definitely the people you're in your relationship with, because you make sure that everything's in divine order before you make that next step. You see, you understand what I'm saying? And it becomes fresh. You can, if it's not becoming fresh, if your life is not becoming fresh and your ideals are not becoming fresh and the way you process things are not becoming fresh, then something wrong. That's called a red flag. All right. Are we with me? We want to be, people say, I want to be all I can be. No, 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 no. I want to be all God wants me to be. You see, I want to be all God wants me to be. You see. All right. And the Amplified puts it this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior. Now, see, there's the work. That's what you got to be to get to the next statement is going to be read here. Mm -hmm. He is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. So, so he or she is a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. You can be, you renewed by the Holy Spirit. If the Bible tells us to be renewed by the Holy Spirit, we know the problem in our lives. We still had that old, old way of processing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Y'all with me? Because we want in this church, here's what we want. We didn't hear about spiritual growth. You see, I don't mind it, but I, a lot of people, when they, church is over, they go someplace and say, we had a good time. Well, I ain't no good time preacher. You see? No. I want somebody to walk out here upset. You see? Well, I don't like all that, but I guess it's in the Bible. He read it. Or she read it. You see what I'm saying? We have, no, no. If you, let me tell you something. If you listen to me, y'all listen to me, you want to have a good time? Get this first. If you get this in your spirit, you're going to have a good time in your life. Because it's going to make your life fresh. You see? I, yeah, I feel great. I feel great. Uh, uh, now, I did get a little nervous when I, I began to think about 75. I'm like, man, you're getting 75 years old here in June. I think it's Father's Day. You're going to be 75 years old, man. And you, I'm trying to squeeze at least 10. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you, you know, you're, and see, you all, the truth of the matter is half of the people I know are gone. They didn't make it to 85. Some, most of them didn't even make it in their 70s. And I got to realistically, I got to look at this real. I ain't got 75 years on the other end. I ain't got 25 on the other end. I don't want to be just sitting around like a vegetable. I'm asking God to bless me and to give me. And let me tell you something. I want you all to get this. This is Pastor Fields' testimony. I prayed to God because there was times when I was a pastor, I wasn't living the life that was of the calling, right? 
And I asked him, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, to send the Holy Spirit to revive me spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and give me back the time that I lost all right, all right. teaching the people. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. All right. So the old things, that previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. There has to be a moral change with you mm -hmm. and a spiritual condition change with you. Mm -hmm. You see, some things have to pass away. I used to use this, Sister Kim, where God knows how I am. Yeah. You ever use that, God? Have you ever heard anybody say that? Well, you don't understand. God knows how I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he knows how you are, but he wants to know how you were. That's what the Bible says. It's about how you were, not how you are, because if you're still this same woman, this same man, uh-uh. He wants you to be a new lady, a new gentleman in Christ. That's what we're about up in here. We try to be new men and new women in Christ. Amen. You see, old things are passed away and all things become new. That's the way we think. Mm -hmm. You see? Right. We're not one of the... Uh, I, I had to be very, very careful because I'm a news guy. I love watching the news and, and about it. And so I started watching this trial with our brother Floyd, you know, this thing there, and they were, they were showing some stuff in there and, you know, in the flesh. Don't act like I'm the only one up in here. Come on. In the flesh, you know where I went. But I had to get out of the flesh and get in the spirit. And guess what the spirit done? He didn't change nothing. Just, you need to turn that off. Because you ain't in the frame of mind to not let it affect your way of processing police. You see, so I had, I had to flip that off because it was taking me somewhere that God didn't want me to go. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. You see, there are some things you don't need to watch. There are some places you don't need to go because if you visit those places, it'll try to take you back because Satan comes to kill to steal and destroy. But Jesus says, I become to give you life in abundance. And sometimes life in abundance ain't stuff. It's a way of wisdom, abundance, wisdom, abundance, understanding. And all of our ways get what? You see? So yes, there's some things Pastor Fields can't handle. And he has to turn it off because he didn't want to go back to that old creature. Y'all know how old I am. So you know, at my age, it's Eve, when I go back there, I'm talking about a life that was totally different than what y'all living here today. Are y'all with me? All right. So behold, New things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. And I, I like that. I love that. Oh, behold, new things have come because of a spiritual awakening brings new life. Sometimes we need to pray to God to give us a spiritual awakening. Yes. yes. A spiritual. I'm telling you, it works. You pray to God to give us a spiritual awakening. And a spiritual awakening means Sometimes, just remember I told y'all, when I was looking at that, I was in the natural man. And so I had to, uh, that spiritual awakening told me, you ain't ready to listen to that, turn that off. A spiritual awakening will tell me that uh, sister, the first lady's, Gwen, wife, first lady, so y'all know who it is. First lady's not wrong. You get that spiritual awakening said, no, you the problem. You understand what I'm saying? You see, men, you know, we big, right? We done got small. Because women are leading households. Spiritually, mama's doing all the praying. Huh? Mama's getting everybody up and getting them ready for church. You see? 
We need to have a spiritual awakening in this country and in the churches. Men, step it up. Have a spiritual awakening. Step it up. And when the spirit have a spiritual awakening, you become a new, a new creature and, and, and you have a new life. And when you have a new life, when we, when we have that, that means the family's going to have a new life. Do you understand? Because some people getting upset. Men, if you get upset, remember what I told y'all, ain't but two people mad. The devil and the people got the devil in them. I hate to say that, but I'm just saying, right? <laughs> you should be excited. My pastor, Coach Fields, what you want to call me, is chewing me out and telling me I need a spiritual awakening so I can grow up spiritually and be the head of the house like Christ was the head of the church. Right. You see? Amen. Yeah, it's got to start. And in this church, and I'm glad we have some in this church, we're starting that today. You see, we're starting that day. We've been out of here for, some of you, I haven't seen you in a year. We've been out here most of the world. This is a good place to start. We start today, you see. And if we have that spiritual awakening, you see, our, our, our family will follow us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And in and, and awakening, it brings us a new life. You want a new life? It comes through the Holy Spirit. It comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I said men because the Bible always calls, tells us. Man, that's tough. Men, you can't do that without the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost to love your wife as Christ loved the church. You got to have the Holy Ghost. Guess what? Because Christ gave his life for what? The church. So guess who's, what is he asking us to do? To our, fam- our, our family. Yeah, but you can't do that in the natural. And you say, Pastor, man, that's deep. No, it ain't. It, the Holy, it ain't deep for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can give us everything we need to be able to be the head of the house, right? And love our family like Christ Love the church. That's right. No, that doesn't sound right in the natural. Well, it's not written for people in the natural. It's written for people that are spiritual. Mm-hmm. You see, you have to have a spiritual awakening. That's right. Do you understand? Amen. Sister Gwen and I've been married 50, over 50 years and some months. And I've told you all that the first 10 years, if she had acted like me, we'd been divorced. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. I know me. You see? Right? But thank God that somebody in the spirit gave her a spiritual awakening and said, that fool is going to get baptized with the Holy Ghost and one day he'll grow up and become the man he needed to be. You see? And so, and y'all glad about that, right? Yes. You see? You, you're glad about that because if it wasn't for Sister Gwen staying with me, I wouldn't be here. So now you got to get up here with me. Get up here with me. I call her my physical salvation. Physical. Her, her, her physical stand with me. And then God gave me my spiritual salvation. You see, I love talking. I'll tell you how I went. I'm telling you how powerful the Holy Ghost is. You see, Gwen went to that, them churches back in the day where you had the morning service, the afternoon service. In the evening service, kind of like Church of God in Christ, you know, you did it all day. And, and, you know, she was beginning to be home too much, acting like me. Because, you know, when she was at church all day, I'm kicking it. <laughs> no, that's true. And so, you know, I'm wise. Well, wise man, I said, I forgot it was 1974, 73. Uh, I said, I'm going to church with you. It was New Year's. I said the first uh, Sunday of the year. So I'm trying to get her back in church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, you need to get. Wait a minute. You, know, you need to get in church. Now I'm I'm the sinner man, right? But you need to get in church. <laughs> this is a true story. 
I put my little jumpsuit back in the day. They had the jumpsuits on. I, put, I was ready to be going to church. And I went that Sunday, and let me tell you what happened. The preacher was preaching. I'm going to tell you how the Holy Ghost is. The preacher said, I'm going to talk about sinners. And you know what? My mind said, oh. And so, and she said, in the church. I said, oh, they got sinners in the church? No, I'm serious. Next Sunday, when it's true, I put another little jumpsuit on because I was dressed clean, right? And Gwen said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to church. This is true. And I kept going the back and back to church. And the next time they, Bishop Smith, you say, throw out the lifeline. You know, that means join church. That's the old way of doing it. And I got up and I touched this woman in front of me because Gwen was singing. I said, does that mean joining church? And she said, yes. And I went up there and told uh, Pastor Mr. Vernston, I said, I want to join church, give my life to Christ. She said, and I'll do, and I, my exact words was, and I'll do the best I can. And she said, I know, baby. That's how it started. The Holy Ghost is powerful. It can change, it can change, it can change, you see? But the problem is, we got too many pastors and preachers, and not like me, there's a downside to all of us. Yeah, some of us, and I think the reason God calls some of us, uh, like people like me, because we can identify with sin. You see, we used to dance with Satan, hold his hands, walk with us. I mean, he was really upset when he took Johnny Fields out. And man, I was one of his main guys. But the Holy Spirit wanted to come and say he knew the future and the prophecy. He's going to be a new creature one day. He's going to have a spiritual awakening one day. And he'll become all he needs to be. Because of the Holy Spirit. The promise of Christ. All right. Are you with me? All right. Now you feel more comfortable. Because you say, okay, you're in the right church. This guy was like me. And look what God done for him. He can do the same thing for me. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Here we go. Now we're going to read from John 16, verse 7 from The Voice. And Pastor Fields wants you to get this. You cannot do this on your own. You can't do it on your own. It's impossible to do it on your own. That's right. So God knew that. So he, he, he made a promise to me and to you. That you can't do this on your own, but I'll give you what you need to be able to live the life you, God would have you to live. But you can't do it on your own. Here we go. He says, the truth is that my departure will be a gift that will serve you well. Now, here's what Jesus is saying. He said, hey, let's get, get off the cross. Let's get past. We passed it. Yes, we passed Easter now. He said, I've departed now, and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that wouldn't make sense to an a regular person. But he says it's a good thing. And, and because what? If I don't leave, the great helper will not come to your aid. Well, he says, if I don't leave, the great helper will, come to, will not come to your aid. And Johnny Fields is coming this way, and he needs a helper. So I have to leave, right? I'll do my part. I'll give my life for him and, uh, and all you all in here. And, and I'll sacrifice my life. But I've got to leave, and I can't leave them alone because they cannot live the life that God would have them to live without a helper. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he says, a great helper mm-hmm. will not come to your aid. Mm-hmm. Say great helper. Great helper. Please come. Please come. To my aid. To my aid. You see? That's what it's all about. All right? right. And he says, when I leave, I will send him to you. And Jesus says, when I leave, he's gone. I'll send the helper to you. Now, don't, this ain't controversial. Think about it. 
Now, I'm just using this as a parable. Say parable. Parable. I'm seeing people praying for something they don't need to pray for. And when I get up and say this, sometimes people say, well, he's so arrogant. I do less praying when I got saved than I did before I got saved. Why would I be having to pray a lot about things when I already got a helper to take care of those things? Guess what I need to be doing? Praise. I'm praising God more now than I'm asking for something. I'm praising him and ask me why. I'm a new creature in Christ. I'm living life and life more abundant. So this is praise time. You see, if you are a Christian and you saved in here, don't get upset at me. You are, your praise ought to be more than just letting down and asking for something. You see? Yeah, I mean, three-time cancer survivor? Who ever heard of such a thing? Right? And you all know it, going through all that chemo and all that stuff and only missed three days, I think it was 21 years. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You see? And feeling younger than I've ever felt. More fit than I've ever been because pretty soon the Holy Spirit's going to tell you to help you in all things. That means your diet. I know that. Because we go to, yeah, go ahead. I don't want to get in trouble because there are people listening to me. <laughs> now John 14, starting at verse 16, says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. The Father's going to give it. Remember now, Jesus, will God the Father hear his son's prayers? Well, Jesus saying, Johnny Fields, I'm going to talk about me. He needs a helper. He needs a comforter. He needs what? An advocate. He needs what else? An intercessor. He needs what else? A counselor. He needs what else? A strengthener. He knew and a standby. Mm -hmm. He knew that I needed all these things. Yeah. All right? And to be with you forever. And he needs that to be with him forever. And I'm going to go over those things again. Mm -hmm. Man, if you got all this, you can't help but praise God. Mm -hmm. You can't help but praise God. Right. Read those things. A helper, a comforter. An advocate. And he, I'm a, he's, I got a helper, a comforter, an advocate, and what else? An intercessor. An intercessor. That means it's when I don't know what to pray for, he intercepts my prayers and takes it to the Father. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And what a else? A counselor. I need a counselor. When I get crazy and get up in me, I have to go to the counselor. The Holy Spirit says, no, go this way. And what else? And a strengthener. And when I'm in weak, and my body's weak, or my mind's weak, or my spirit's weak, he does what? Strength. He strengthens me. Mm -hmm. You see? Right. See, a lot of times people think that a person's got an emotional problem. And it's not an emotional problem. It's a spiritual problem. Yes. Sometimes it's not an emotional problem. It's a spiritual disorder. Yes. Well, the Holy Spirit can heal the spirit. Mm -hmm. Medication can't do that. That's right. Okay. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him. The world can't see that. That's why when you, when you get around certain people, they want to try to bring you down, but they can't see what you're seeing. They can't see that you can join church, be the same person, but get saved, get baptized by the Holy Ghost, you become a different person. Mm -hmm. There are folks sitting in pews that, that, that don't understand this because right. they haven't been born again. That's right. Okay. But you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit goes where? It's in me. Because, see, the Holy, if the Holy Spirit wasn't in me, I'd take a right when I should take a left. Right. 
Somebody know what I'm talking about up here? You see, the Holy Spirit will, will shut a door. That's right. So I can't open it. So I need him with me all the time. So you don't, you see, and see, and I've lived that, I'm telling y'all. Because see, there's still some Johnny, all right? You see, the Holy Spirit can handle Johnny because the Holy Spirit can counsel Johnny. You see what I'm saying? Because that, that, he's still in there. He didn't die. He didn't die. He's still there. But the Holy Spirit overpowers him and gives me what? The strength to say no. The Holy Spirit gives me the wisdom and the knowledge and the foresight and the insight to be the husband. You see? Y'all with me? Amen. Am I doing all right? Amen. All right. We don't want to sit now. We don't want to sit in here and just have a good time. That's right. We want to go home and say, you know, I might need to have a little talk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Amen. See, the whole, one of my prayers is, I got some gorgeous granddaughters. You see, they're gorgeous kids. You know, uh, I pray every day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, allow the Holy Spirit to hold them and keep them until he brings the man that's going to come into their life. Right. You see? Amen. You see? Because we all know about abuse. And then I got the grandsons, and I pray that the Holy Spirit baptizes them, they become the God men that God would have. That's right. Amen. You see? I, when we pray for this church, you all don't know it. And because some of you have been in some bad situations, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. We're asking the Holy Spirit to move anything out of your life that shouldn't be there. That's right. Amen. Amen. That got quiet. Yes, it did. But I love him. <laughs> but I love her. No, love God. Amen. I see the day because we haven't got our children back here. Uh, yet our Sunday school people, and I told Gwen they got a week for the Sunday school people that's listening to call her. I'm going to move everybody and put the new ones back there because it's time for us to take care of business in this church. That's right. Them babies need to be taught, and, and, and they can't get it and comprehend what's going on from me up here. We got to get back, get our children back in. You see, we taking them to all of these Sports, and I'm a sports guy, y'all know I've been a coach for years. We're taking them to this sport and that sport, mm -hmm. you see? And then when we hear about a young man, is that young man that shot them people up and is a football player and then blew his brains out, yeah. you see? The, your children don't need a coach. They need a parent. One of the saddest things, that, but it was a good thing, and me coaching at Park College, that 50% of the kids that I coached at Park University, excuse me, called me Pops. Yes, yes. called me Pops. You know what they were lacking? They had the talent. And any coach can do the X's and O's. You can pick a book up and tell you how to do that. But what they were lacking is the fathering. Mm -hmm. So I became Pops. Mm -hmm. That's right. You see? Don't let your child... Don't let coach have to be the role model to your sons and your daughter, guys. You see? Let them be the coach. I didn't mind being the role model for the young ladies because, you know, the Holy Spirit's calling you today, Christ Temple members. You can't be a good parent 
unless you're a good parent, parent at all. There's a thing that, now I'm one too. You see, I'm a godfather uh, to some children. You see, now listen to me, say parable. Parable. Every father ought to be a godfather. You get where I'm trying to take you to, mm -hmm. you see? That's right. You see, I have one biological father, but I have two godfathers. Are y'all understanding me? Yes. I have one biological father, but I have two godfathers, my biological father and my godfather. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. You getting bored? No. Yeah, remember now, don't get upset at me. Where are we at? Uh, verse 26 from the King James. All righty. The Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, yep. whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. Wait a minute. Everybody ready? Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will teach us what? All things. And I've taught y'all in here, ain't nothing on the other side at all. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit will teach you all things, guess what? The Holy Spirit should reveal to your children and your grandchildren. You should talk to them about praying and the Holy Spirit will teach you what you, what you need to take, what courses you need to take, what profession you need to go into. Listen to me. Is, does it say he shall teach you all things? Mm -hmm. When to buy a house, what to invest in, what insurance company to use. Did it say all things? All Who to date? Mm -hmm. Who not to date? Did it say all things? Yes. Right? Yes. It says all things. So I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to teach me in all things. Uh, did it say all things? Mm -hmm. You ain't mad at me? what you need to eat, what you don't need to eat. Come on here, it says all things. Don't get mad at me, get mad at John. He's the one who wrote it, we and John. You see what I'm saying? If the Holy Spirit is gonna teach us all things, then we need to ask the Holy Spirit and listen to the Holy Spirit and allow him to reveal to us all things. That's right. Right? That's right. But the Holy Spirit will teach me, okay, all things, then the Holy Spirit will teach me after 50 years and some, what Sister Gwen needs and what we need to be going on to 51. Because you ain't the same, I hate to say it, man, that kills me. I ain't the same man I used to be. So the Holy Spirit's gotta teach me, come on here, where I'm at now. That's right. All right, That's and right. I, I never thought that I'd ever be in my life, Brother Elliot, that I'd say I ain't the same man I used to be. But it's a fact. You see, there's a time when I could eat something and never get digested. Can't do that now. That's right. You see? Y'all want to hear it? I got off sugar. Okay, well, hold on now. Then I went on about it for about two months. I had to get back off of it again. I've been off of it a week. <laughs> I feel great. Because, you know, sugar takes you up and takes you down. Now, here's the difference with most people. Oh, that guy's a junkie, crack junkie. Oh, that guy's, on, he's a junkie. And then you know what the Holy Spirit did to me? Your junkie is called sugar. It does as much damage to you as the other. So I've been doing good, I'm back off again, I feel good, you see? Uh, yeah, I'm right. feeling really good. All right, yes. But I'm still 74, all right? That's right. I ain't the man I used to be, all right? <laughs> but I'm holding on, folks. All right, I'm holding on, here we go. Thank the you. The Holy Spirit will also bring all things to your remembrance. Jesus said the Holy Spirit's going to bring all the things that he taught, his word, 
-hmm. to your remembrance. That's right. The Holy Spirit does it to me all the time. Mm -hmm. When I get off in the self, the Holy Spirit brings back my remembrance. Mm -hmm. You ain't all that. That's right. There's, there's some room for growth, brother. Mm -hmm. That's you right. see? Okay, here we go. John 16, verse 13 through 15 from the NIV. And I want you to get this lesson today. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. When the Holy Ghost comes, the spirit of truth, the God, the God the Son gave us, he's going to give us all what? All truth. All truth. And you know, I talk about that song all the time that Michael Jackson done, Man in the Mirror. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will show you that man in the mirror, yes. that woman in the mirror, because yes. it's all truth. And sometimes truth hurts. Yes. But when it comes from the Holy Spirit, it's supposed to hurt because he is trying to save our lives. That's right. That's right. All right. He will not speak on his own. Mm -hmm. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. All right. And see, I like that. If you in the spirit, the Holy Spirit will tell you what's to come. Mm -hmm. That's right. And you can sidestep some stuff yeah. because he's already prepared you for that future. See, the Holy Spirit will say, I'll just use this. Holy Spirit will say, oh, that, that, that guy's nice now. But a few weeks from now, he's going to be yourself. Or woman, whatever. You see? Oh, that looks good now. But the future, that ain't going to be good for you. That's right. You see? Because when he tells me things to come, some things are bad. Some things are good. But when he tells me things to come, he's warning me. Don't do it. It's not exciting when you get in church and somebody's challenging you in your personal life. You know, you don't get to jump and shout, do you? You know why? Because the Holy Spirit's convicting us all in here. Amen. We need to get about God's business. That's right. That's right. In every aspect of our life. Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Amen. He says in verse 14, He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All right. It's Jesus. The Holy Spirit will tell us what Jesus wants us to hear. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of finish this up, okay? And all that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said, the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. You can't belong to the Father unless you're born again. Mm -hmm. That's why Jesus died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's right. That's why you want to. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, All right. Here we go. Romans 8 and 14 says, The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Ladies Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be mature, mm -hmm. you've got to allow the impulse of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to take over your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My commentary says, the Holy Spirit is also a guide. Mm -hmm. I need a guide. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is my guide. Yes. Mm -hmm. How right. about when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Mm -hmm. I need a guide. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, guide me into the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm in a situation, a circumstance now, I don't know which way to, Holy Spirit, guide me into the truth. Mm -hmm. Not only will he guide us into all truth, but Jesus says, speak to God the Father, thy word is true. I'm reading the commentary now. The Holy Spirit will also guide us into the truth of God's word. Mm -hmm. Open up that Bible. Get in that New Testament. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Mm -hmm. 
right. it'll become alive to you. Right. And he'll speak to you. That's right. And I, the Holy Spirit will guide us in all the affairs of life. This is what I want you to get. The Holy Spirit will guide you in all affairs of life. Mm -hmm. And some of us need to be real and talk to our children mm -hmm. and tell us, I want you. You're going to make mistakes, but I don't want you to make mine. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't have the Holy Spirit to guide me. That's right. You've got the Holy Spirit will guide you in all your affairs of life. Mm -hmm. The reason that I'm in the situation and you got in the situation, I was guiding myself. I don't want you to be like I was then. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life and guide in all the affairs of your life. Mm -hmm. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they will be the sons and daughters of God. Mm -hmm. no, one, no one can be guided or led, however, without placing themselves in the hands of the one who is guiding. Mm -hmm. That's right. You see? That's right. The other words... It is useless to pray to God, Lord, guide me, give me directions, unless you are going to allow yourself to be guided. That's right. Amen to that. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, those in the sound of my voice and those that are on live stream, I'm praying for every member, every friend, myself that we want to live like you would have us to live. And the way that we are to live like you would want us to live is to accept the Holy Spirit, be baptized by the Holy Spirit. First of all, get saved, be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we, most of us have done that. And now we have a guide in all of our affairs. We're not gonna fight anymore the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit to guide us in all our affairs. We wanna be led by the Holy Spirit and not our own impulses, but we wanna be led by the Holy Spirit. And we're willing today, starting today, we put our, ourselves in the hands of the guide, the Holy Spirit to guide us in every aspect of our lives. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and all that in agreement said, amen. Amen. All right.